Welcome back to 33 Dreams of Indy. I'm your host, Robert Earl, and today I'm joined by Darren Keene. Uh, Darren is uh, about ready to celebrate his birthday, so happy birthday, Darren. Thank you. I appreciate it. Be coming up here just a little bit. Uh, Darren attends the University of Florida, uh, working on an engineering degree. Uh, what do you like most about living in Florida? Um, I mean, for, like, I just like the weather, really. Uh, the weather's always good. It's, uh, sometimes it's a little too hot for me. Um, believe it or not, like my ideal weather is probably like a nice day at Indy where it's like 70 degrees, you know, but, uh, yeah, 90 degrees is better than 60 degrees and raining. So, um, but yeah, Florida's great. Uh, I've lived here for most of my life apart from two years in England. So. So just remember that when you're able to do off-season testing and the rest of them are shoveling snow in Indy, I'll make sure I send you a photo of Indianapolis buried in snow while, while we're enjoying it. I'm just down the street in Clearwater. So yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll understand that for sure. Yeah. Had a solid weekend, it looked like, at uh, WeatherTech Raceway Laguna Seca. Uh, race number one, finishing seventh. Race number two, finishing sixth. Tell me a little bit more about how you saw the weekend. Um, I was pretty disappointed with the weekend, you know, it, it didn't go how I wanted it to go. And, uh, you know, it's just, um, one of those things where I didn't really connect with the car. Um, not that the car was bad. It's just that it didn't seem to mesh that well with, uh, my driving style and such. So I think we just struggled a little in qualifying. Um, and the car definitely got better like throughout the weekend, but, um, it was just pretty difficult with only one practice and we kind of got off on the wrong foot and then qualifying comes and qualifying, you know, it's uh, the most intense part of the weekend for the drivers. And, uh, you know, sometimes I have tendencies to overdrive when I feel like everything's not 100% like clicking. And then that leads to a little more mistakes, unfortunately. So uh, qualifying didn't go great. Um, we start, I think I qualified 10th or 8th and 7th, but uh, I got a penalty when I qualified 8th, so I ended up starting 10th. And then the races were okay, you know. Um, I still wasn't super happy with the overall result. Um, you know, I did the best I could in the races. I got a couple spots in each race, um, but definitely not the way I wanted to finish the championship. Uh, I was hoping to fight for third all weekend. And unfortunately, I wasn't really able to join in on that fight. But, uh, you know, it was uh, completely uh, like congratulations to Christian because uh, it was Christian, uh, Colin, and myself fighting for third. And both of them did a really good job all weekend. And, uh, you know, they all deserve it. So it was a good weekend. Talk about that 30 minutes that you get. Here here. You Especially, it was two weeks. It was such a buildup. It was a return back to Laguna Seca, a track that most of the teams had never been to before. And then, oh, by the way, you get one practice session. <laughs> to be honest, um, I thought that the practice session was going to work pretty well for me. Um, usually, I get up to speed really fast. Um, so I was like, I was like, okay, this is great. Like, I'm good at this. Um, I should be like, you know, sitting pretty good here, but, uh, it just, it just was one of those weekends where it just didn't really click that well for, uh, me and, you know, 
like heading into Laguna, I thought it was a track that I was going to be really, really fast at. Um, I really like fast corners and Laguna's full of fast corners. There's, you know, two corners that we take in second gear and the rest are in fourth, basically. Okay. Um, so yeah, I it just, uh, it was, it was kind of a disappointing weekend, like a frustrating weekend. Um, and you know, I think that the cars weren't bad. I just think that um, it didn't match what I wanted from it. Um, so it just the connection wasn't really there uh, the whole weekend, which is, you know, kind of a shame. But uh, that's what we got. And well, we, we did end up finishing fifth. So it's still not a bad year. But Not, not what I wanted to dwell on. And it's not uh, yeah. <laughs> what I wanted to, to uh, make you uh, spend your day thinking about and – um, for the outsider that's looking at that, they just don't realize that uh, you are having to do that quick practice. You are having to uh, get into the qualifying and, and potentially use part of the qualifying as getting that feel for the car. And if you're sitting at your desk and the mouse doesn't feel like it's in the right position or if you're doing a desk type of work or the, the keyboard, it just annoys you the whole day and you just don't have a good day. And if you don't have that feel for the car, um, it's gonna be off and it's very difficult not having the time to be able to uh, get back to it. So it's, it's understandable and uh, you did a rally and, and we're very solid in it. You didn't go backwards. So that's a, a very good thing to, to go through. Overall in the season, uh, fantastic win in Toronto uh, to be able to do that on the street course. Let's talk a little bit more positive. Uh, what are your memories from that weekend and how excited does that make you to go back to say a street course at uh, St. Pete? Um, so t heading into Toronto, I, I knew that if I was going to win, like it was going to be there. Um, I really love street races. Um, I, I think I excel on them and St. Pete, um, I was super fast, but uh, I, I did a couple things and a couple things went wrong on the technical side. So uh, I had to start last in race one, finish seventh really good. Then I led all of race two and I made a mistake on the last lap and crashed, like leading into the last corner of the last lap. So street races are my favorite. Um, I really enjoy just the, uh, you know, 10 out of 10 on the limit, like in between the walls. It kind of reminds me of an oval almost, but for like a, road race yeah. but uh yeah I, I love the street races and heading into toronto i knew um that that was going to be the place for me to like have a great weekend and uh, i really loved the track from uh, the year before and uh anyway the weekend went great finished first and second in the two races and uh like the one one of the main things i can remember is like i couldn't believe like how well it went like i kept you know, I was kind of in like disbelief, like Saturday night about the win. Like I just, I just kept thinking about it and I was like, wow, like I did that earlier today. Um, and that was really cool for me. It was also my first win in formula cars and in the series. So it was really nice to get that off my back because I should have won in St. Pete. So I had to deal with, you know, not winning and all that stuff. And probably adding more pressure on myself to try and get a win like shortly after um, in between the ser uh, the races of St. Pete and Toronto. So it was just a great weekend for me. And uh, I'll definitely remember that for the rest of my life for sure. 
it, it sounds like it's that self-pressure that there's really not a lot of pressure coming from the team or your supporters or the folks around you. It's the pressure that you put on yourself, which frankly differentiates you of being someone that can pilot one of these formula cars and the road dandy cars versus just someone who, uh, uh, drove carts every once in a while or, or thinks that they know <laughs> that they can do yes. it. So it uh, really goes through it. University of Florida, engineering degree, um, probably uh, we're back up to your uh, eyeballs in uh, classes and making up things over the oh, yeah. past week. Uh, tell me about that experience and uh, um, you're actually there in Gainesville going or is it uh, adjunct? Oh, it's yeah. actually there. So tell yeah. me about the college experience that you're going through. I, I just got done speaking with uh, Colin Kaminsky and caught him between classes on the commons uh, mm -hmm. doing an interview. So tell me about that. Yeah, it's, um, it's very difficult. Um, it, like, honestly, even if I was here all the time, I think it would be like extremely difficult anyway. Um, you know, it's just, uh, I don't, engineering's not the, the easiest degree to take. And um, the UF is really pushing to try and be a top five public school soon. Um, we got top seven this year. So every year I'm pretty sure they're just having more expectations for us and stuff's getting harder, which is great. Um, when I come out of the, the four years and I have a degree and, you know, I can say that I went to like this great school, which is pretty cool. But uh, right now it's really hard, especially when I came, uh, I came back from Laguna on Tuesday and I was supposed to arrive at four in Orlando. So I would have been on campus by like six. And uh, my flight from Monterey to Denver got delayed by like two hours. So I missed my connection. So I ended up flying into Tampa at like 11 at uh, like 1 a.m. Wednesday morning. And then I had a Cal 2 exam Thursday night and a physics one exam wow. last night. So I've had a, a crazy couple of days. I haven't really left my apartment. I've just been studying, but today it's all relaxing. It's done. So I'm just chilling for today, which is nice. Appreciate you taking a few moments out of that uh, chilling time to go through it. And no, no uh, that is uh, really, so how much of the overall college experience uh, do you get to take in, you know, football games or other types of things, or is it racing, 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 and then books, books, books? Um, no, I, it's, I wouldn't say it's like racing, 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 or books, books, books for me. Um, normally when I'm not at the track, I don't like think about it that much just because, you know, for me, it's always like a pretty, um, like a pretty like powerful presence okay. to, to think about in uh, my daily life. So obviously like I'm preparing, I'm going to the gym, I'm working out, I'm like eating well, all for like physically for racing. And then I also have a, a mental coach who I work on with racing. So it's not that I don't put the work in, but aside from those times, it's more of like a clear mind for me. Yeah. Um, and then Books, books, books. Like I, I've definitely tried to be more on top of studying, especially now because the classes are getting harder. Um, but it's, you know, it, it's hard to, to balance all of that stuff out when you want to hang out with your friends and they're like on completely different schedules than you. So they have an exam like two weeks after you. So when you should be studying, you know, you might be hanging out with them because they have nothing to do. And then, you know, it's just... Uh, for me, it's all about like time management, which I think I should 
definitely try and improve a little bit. But, uh, you know, I'm doing the best I can with balancing almost two full-time jobs, in my opinion, when the yeah. season's on. And uh, a lot of other college kids don't have to deal with that, um, that extra stress and stuff like that. So, but That's um, I, like, I like to talk about that because it really is you're going above and beyond. And I'm going to give you 30 years of experience here. That time management thing never goes away. Oh, for sure. But uh, yeah, but apart from like, you know, the uh, serious like aspects like racing in uh, school, like, I, you know, I'll, um, I'll go hang out with my friends. I'm going to the homecoming football game next week. Or I'm trying to anyway. I haven't got tickets technically yet, but I'm going. And then, uh, you know, I don't, um, normally I like, I haven't went to a game yet this year, but I always watch it with my friends at my apartment anyway. Um, so yeah, that stuff's all really cool. Social aspect. And, um, it's pretty cool just, you know, having all your friends in one place, which is, you know, different from like every other aspect of my life. Like, you know, you could have a friend like 20 minutes away, but everyone's so central around campus. So it's pretty cool that you can see your friends so often and hang out and get lunch and stuff like that. That's really nice. I told my son when he was at the University of Virginia, make sure, and this was before social media, get every name, get every email, get every phone number. Uh, these folks are the ones that you're going to connect with for years. And it's turned out to be true as to the connections that they've had and, and uh, the team that you build. And that allows me to segue into uh, having Braden Eves and the Cape Motorsports team uh, this year. Uh, tell me a little bit about that experience and why is it that they're so good? Um, I think that they're so good just because their focus isn't on the like big picture. They never told, they never like walked up to us and said like, Hey, like win the championship this year at St. Pete. It was, Hey, like get a clean race, get a good result. We need the points. So, um, they always focus on the fundamentals and the small things. And, uh, you know, I know it's like cliche, but like the little things make the big difference. And that's definitely a part of their philosophy. That's fantastic. And it really, uh, it shows time and time and time again. You wouldn't be where you're at being able to balance everything without having your partners, I'm sure support from family and uh, sponsors. I always like to give drivers an opportunity to give a shout out to their sponsors, partners, et cetera. So go ahead. So uh, first of all, like huge thanks to my parents. Um, you know, I, I wouldn't be anywhere near here without them I wouldn't be at like you know the University of Florida or racing formula cars uh, alongside IndyCar so I you know everything that I have like huge thanks to them it's all up to them uh, and then next in line obviously um, my coach is Waldo Negri he's been uh, he's been helping me for the last three years and uh, he's just an amazing guy and he's he's super fast like we go karting and that that man's like unbelievable he, he's one of the best I've seen so uh huge thanks to him for all his support huge thanks to Keen Architectural Woodwork Cal Development and obviously Kate Motorsports uh great job all year and then another huge thanks to my girlfriend Farah because she's definitely had to deal with uh the stress that I you know, radiate sometimes from <laughs> racing and school and all that. And she's just awesome. So we, we all need a strong, good woman behind us. That's for yeah. darn sure. Yeah. And uh, going with this uh, off season without giving away any secrets. I'm not looking to do that. Um, 
you have that benefit of being in Florida, uh, additional seat time that you could take advantage of, whether it be getting the go-kart out or something along that line. Uh, any plans with that, plans with the uh, Chris Griffiths Memorial? Um, no, no plans are um, cemented right now. Um, we're trying to get everything in order within the next two weeks just so we know what the plan is. Um, not saying that we're going to sign within the next two weeks. We're just right. going to understand like which direction we want to go. Yeah. So. And, and that, that's what I'm looking for is just from that standpoint. And uh, do you ever get a chance to go back out? Are you talking about with your coach, but uh, uh, to do karting and those types of things. And uh, have you ever run at Ocala? Um, yeah. So I haven't ran in Ocala since 2017. I think uh, I did the Florida winter tour there and senior. And uh, I haven't driven there since, but I have a shifter cart, but it's currently in South Florida where I'm from. So it's like four hours away. And I, I kind of have to do some coordination to get the whole Ocala practicing to come together because I don't have like a pickup truck or anything. Um, so I wouldn't be, I'd have to find like a place for the cart to stay and stuff like that. Yeah. But um, honestly, like, I don't think that I would go karting and just drive around on my own unless it was like for physical like strength because karting is very, very, uh, very, very grueling, which a lot of people don't understand. But uh, I'm pretty sure I get more out of breath driving a shifter cart than I do in my uh, formula cart for sure. But um, yeah, the, the thing I really enjoy most about karting now is that normally when I go, I go with Oz. And all we do is just race each other all day. And it's just tons of fun, you know. Um, sometimes we get dirty just for fun, you know. That, that's – I think that's pretty funny. It's like yeah. going rental karting, but in real life. Um, but, uh, yeah, I haven't put any of that into play yet. And then as far as formula car testing or race car testing, um, we – I don't think I'm going to do the Chris Griffiths just because I'm trying to minimize um, days of school miss. I've done it uh, two years in a row now, and I was the fastest of, uh, out of everyone uh, for the last two years. So I don't really see a big benefit there. Um, and I was also in Pro Mazda last year when I did my day in Pro Mazda. I also was the quickest of the weekend. So um, as far as like going there to drive a Pro Mazda again, um, I don't think there's a big benefit. I know I'm fast at Indy and uh, – you know, I'll just try and save a little bit of money for next season and save some school absences as well. Mm -hmm. That's that big picture. That's that time management that you were talking about. So dream with me for a little bit. What would it be like to make the field of the Indy 500? Oh, that'd be crazy. Um, I got like a little, little chill down my back there, some goosebumps just with the thought of that. But uh, I think in, the Indy is so cool because it's so – fan interactive and to like you know especially to like little kids like it's uh all the drivers are their heroes so it'd just be so cool um obviously if doing any 500 of my rookie year I wouldn't be like a super well-known driver at that point but like just by having a suit on like everyone just hold, like everyone just looks at you in awe which is pretty cool um yeah I would that would be amazing uh that's the dream obviously and probably you know, I hope to be there in the next three years uh, if everything goes well. That's the whole idea behind this show is we're focusing on those that are dreaming of being one of the 33. If you really stop and think about it, one of 33 out of the entire planet 
they get to here back home again in Indiana and, and make that start. And uh, hopefully one day they'll look back at the archives and they'll play this video of you talking about getting chills uh, yeah. up your spine when you go through that. But uh, you're on a great track with it. Um, best of luck in the uh, studies um, and balancing everything that you are. And uh, we look forward to definitely seeing you uh, in the uh, streets of St. Pete. And uh, it sounds like you got a little redemption there of thinking of uh, uh, palm trees and um, celebrating yeah. a victory lane or being on the podium with a little sunshine and, and palm trees uh, around you. Uh, so uh, looking forward to uh, seeing you there. If I don't see you at uh, some of the events, and I uh, would love to reach out to you, touch base, say the middle of the off season towards the new year, and uh, we'll see uh, what you're up to at that point. Sounds great. Fantastic. Right. We've been joined by Darren Keene. Um, he finished fifth in the USF 2000 this year. He's got some great things planned for 2020, uh, including his studies at the University of Florida. Uh, fantastic to see these young drivers dream of the big picture, but also work on those things that matter. So Darren, appreciate it. And to the rest of you, keep dreaming.